Great morning, everybody. I had I had to jump I had to jump on Caleb right away because I'm running late. <laughs> Caleb, how you doing, man? Oh man, I'm in a great mood. I'm so, I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. How's your week been? Um, good, man. Like, really good. I, do I sound lame saying that? But I'm, I'm good. I mean, like, can we can we get like an example of like how the week's going good? Um, I guess, you know, with you know my real estate business, I'm starting a new radon business. Yeah, how's that my, going? Um, well, so we we're trying to. For the radon business, obviously, you need a, a very expensive, specific radon testing machines. Yeah. Um, and in order for these machines to be built, they need materials. And a lot of the materials needed to build these machines are also needed for some of the uh, specific, um, what what are they called? Respirator beds? or um, The ventilators? Ventilators, thank you. Yeah. So, obviously, the radon testing machines get put to a lower priority so we're just having to get creative with how we're going to get our machines but like i mean every day is just an opportunity to attack life and attack problems you know every problem has a solution but i'm in a phenomenal mood i just got off the phone with a really good friend of mine who's going to buy a house and uh he and i have a similar relationship to uh yours and mine coop where we just you know laugh have a good time and agree on principles so i'm just i'm just in a good mood you know how are you doing i'm great i'm great you know we uh have some little little issues with the uh this uh virus going around but it's all good man it's little, all good little 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 issues trust me if it, if this virus wasn't around there'd be other things to complain about oh yeah for too. sure for sure just little hiccups but you know it's uh it's all good can't uh can't complain um yeah man can't i don't i don't got much this week man just just trying to get better every day yep just trying to get better every day i went on a 2 mile run with my wife i won't tell you the pace but we did it <sighs> Man, that's crazy. So I started uh I started doing beach body. I dot like big yike. Dude, like so I think I'm gonna do the beach body before my workouts now. Like <laughs> in addition. It's gonna it's gonna <laughs> Cause you know, I always been looking for something like a cardio or something like before after my workout and I was like, you know, bored, can't can't go to the gym for a couple of days. And uh was just like, Man, I need to do some you know, so I was like, let me hop, let me hop on this beach body. Yeah, dude, let's just say it was not pretty. That's all I'm going to say. Having a plan or having a program, when I was a personal trainer back in the day, I could say you could have the worst program in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but having one was better than none. Yeah. Making yourself do something, right? That's good. Yeah. Gotcha. That's gotcha. good. What's going on for today's episode? Man, so today... uh I got a really, really good friend of mine. Um, literally, I've known him for like the last three years. And just this last year, I realized he was in real estate. Didn't, didn't even know. Like just happened to start 
random conversation with him and like st- started telling me his story and I was like we started this podcast I was like yep he's got to be on here uh he's got a lot of energy he's ready to go so um yeah let's just get to it let's get into it man hey good morning everybody uh welcome to ship building with Cooper and Caleb uh thank you for listening thank you for reading along with us uh as we read legacy uh Cooper, please introduce our guest this morning. Hey, guys. Uh, so today's guest, uh, someone that I met about three years ago, um, the coworker, you know, he would send these crazy emails. And I was like, man, who is this guy? And uh, finally <laughs> met him like three years ago. And like, he's literally a brother from another mother, basically. <laughs> uh, uh, his name is Scott Kopeck, ladies and gentlemen. How you guys doing? Scott, welcome on. to the Thank show, you. man. Cooper's amp. Hey, right? I know he's pumped. I'm, I'm, he's pumped. I'm, I'm amped. All right, Scott. So let just tell everyone, um, like who you are, what you do, and uh, why you do what you do. So uh, I'm a father, two sons, husband, and uh, my wife and I. Everything I talk about today is not going to be just me. It's my wife and I. So I just want to make that note before I begin talking. Um, so we. Uh, we have been successful and we started flipping, buying and selling houses since uh, 2011. And we've been doing it since. And uh, it's a side gig, sideline business, and uh, it's doing well. And I still work with Cooper, unfortunately. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, we, uh, yeah, we still working, uh, same company. And uh, really, it started with a bus ride, right, Cooper? We we're on a way to, I don't know, an event for work. And we started talking. He was like, what, you do this? Really? And yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is what we do. <laughs> and it turned into that. So that's how it happened. And then you could never get rid of them. No, know? no. But we, just... we got the same, we got the same energy. We got, we do got the same energy. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. We're like I mean... magnets. No homo. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah. To, what do you do for, uh, you know, what's the company you work for and what do you do for the company? So I've worked for Fargo assembly, which is uh, Cooper worked for them. I've been with them for 15 years and then now was acquired by ECI. So uh, Cooper and I work for ECI, and I'm an account manager for them right now. So I'm in sales, doing the sales, doing project management, account manager, all that good stuff. So just a, just a quick sidebar. Uh, he's not he's being humble right now, but Scott <laughs> Scott Scott's a beast. Like so, he'll you know he deals with customers. Um, and he's so good at his job that he literally tells the customers like what they need. You know, they'll they'll say like, "Oh, we need this da da da," and Scott would just like pull up the facts like, "No, you need bam bam bam." Yeah, yeah. And then the customers will be like, "Oh, you're right, <laughs> Scott. You sound you gotta, very authentic. You got it. You got to get in their head. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you sound authentic. Really? Tell me, tell me how you uh, how'd you develop." that sales style you know you sound blunt you sound to the point honest um i i think it's 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 a matter it's a matter of just confidence over you know when you're in when you're doing the same job over and over and i wasn't we're pretty lucky i don't cooper and i we've worked in different aspects of our company so when you have that 
that knowledge base behind you in all different aspects from, from, uh, you know, running a production line to, uh, buying material to whatever, whatever it is, you can, you can't BS a customer. The customer can't BS you. You call right yep. through it. So once you have that confidence, you go, okay, Hey, relax, buddy. This is what we need. This is what you need to do. I, I understand your problem. Let's, you know, let's handle it like this. Let's, uh, troubleshoot like that. What do you need? Once you have that confidence, it's, it's, it's all over. That's half the battle. I, I feel like that's like with sales, it's a it's just a splash of knowledge. But man, you hit the nail on the head. If you're confident with a little bit of facts behind you, yep. What I mean, so you're you're an account manager position. Do you keep track of your, um, or does your company keep track of your um, any of your statistics as far as closes yeah, our, or our, things yeah, like our that? Company does a really good job, um, you know, with the statistics the the sales dollars, uh, what we came in at budget, uh, what we didn't come in at budget, what's the low margin dollars, what's high margin dollars, you know, all the statistics go with it. So they, they track it really well. So you always know where you are with, with every mm-hmm. single account. Mm. And that data is so important. I got to get back to, I got to get back to the title of the show. This is ship building with Cooper and Caleb. So I'm going to bring this back over to Cooper. Uh, I'm sure he's, Sick of me talking already. Cooper, oh no! What do you, what do you got? Good. I, was, I, was letting, I was letting you, uh, you know, get to know um, Scott. You know, it's all good. Yeah. Um, nah. Okay, Scott. Let's let's dive into the this real estate. Um, so, what what made you and your wife wanna do like real estate as your side hustle? How long have you and your wife been married to? Since two thousand eleven. So we okay. yeah. So we started. You know, we started buying and selling houses 2011, but it didn't start there. It started with our first home, which we got uh, 2007. Yeah, about 2007. So it took four years to fix up the house. I mean, we were in this house nine months, concrete floors. We had like three bedrooms finished in there. We had a shower, you know, a bathroom, three bedrooms. So one bedroom we slept in. The other bedroom was like the office and the other one was like the TV room. Sure. And then uh, the kitchen was downstairs. Obviously, it was on concrete. So we did that for nine months and we saved up money. We uh, re- renovated the whole house. And then, you know, it was about when we got married, everyone was like, hey, you guys did a really good job on this house. And then that was kind of what she come after. So we get married. We go on the honeymoon. She comes back and she goes, let's buy a house. And I'm like, we have one. She's like, no, no, let's buy another one. I was, oh. like, I was like, what? So, uh, so I give her the credit, but she said, hey, we did a really good job on this. Let's buy something and let's rent it out. Let's rent it out. It's like, all right. Uh, I was like, well, how do we get money? Um, so with the renovations in our house, we were able to pull the line, you know, the home equity line of credit. Yeah. We had to kind of, uh, kind of, like persuade the bank to give the to give the loan but um you're getting me excited scott (laughs) (laughs) i told you i told you so we had to persuade the bank uh to get us a loan and um scott scott just just real quick if you can if you can explain um to our listeners like the like the home equity like if you could just explain that quick so okay so we i don't know we bought our house 
it was like right when the, you know, the market was crashing. It was, it was low. Okay. Yep. Yep. So after four years of fixing up for what we bought it at, we got it appraised. It appraised at, you know, so much value. And depending on what your mortgage was at the time, you're allowed to borrow anywhere from up to 80% of the value of the appraised value of the house. So, yep. so in this case, we were able to get a $45,000 loan. All right. So we had gotcha. that much equity in the house because we did a good job. And of course, banks like, what are you going to use it for? I was like, uh, I'm remodeling. You know, even though I already did. Um, yeah, so we, we don't want they, yeah. we don't want them to know. Well, it took what's us going on. It took us getting rejected by the first bank to learn what to say to the next bank. <laughs> that's, isn't that the truth? Though? <laughs> yeah. No, that's so. Um, no. So then what you, what you did is she found this bungalow in, uh, you know, in our hometown. I'm, so I am from uh, Pottstown, Pennsylvania. So a lot of my businesses out of Pottstown because we know the area we know you know we know the market we know mm-hmm. the people everything so uh so she she goes I think we should buy this house it's like this little bungalow I was like well how much is it she goes it's 30 grand and I said oh, okay well we we only have 45 what are we how are we going to fix it up fix it up with ten thousand dollars so we ended up taking all that money fixed it Next thing you know, we rent it out, and that's what we thought. We're like, hey, we're going to make this much. Yeah, here we are. We're, we're starting, and I still have this line of credit, you know, open, and I'm getting, you know, I'm getting rent. So then it dawned on me. I said, all right, well, I wonder what the appraised value in this house is going to be. Go to the bank, and I go, I have this house. It's cash free, right? Because we bought a cash. Yeah. They go, oh, it's worth 75. We'll give you mm. we'll give you another line of credit for fifty. I said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to stop you again. Go ahead. Um, we're gonna go off on a tangent. This is the Cooper and Caleb, you know, dating, um, dating podcast. Can you explain <laughs> how you found a woman who? I mean, what what? Oh, the amount of Caleb, you're going. Oh. Hey, you about to get the amount of girl. money that your wife and yourself, but yeah, it sounds yeah. like she was the catalyst. The amount of money that you guys printed for yourself out of thin air. Uh, t- 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 tell me more about your wife. I mean, Scott, well, you, Scott you sound like a cool guy, <laughs> but it sounds like she really, you know, was kind of the catalyst in a couple ways. And I'm sure you were too. But you know, there's like a, you know, how the like the. Uh, you know, there's the brain in the storm, right? You know, there's a brainstorming. She, yeah. She's the storm. And then it comes back and it's like, I'm the brain. It's like, well, get the money. How are you going to get it? I'm like, uh, mm. okay, we'll pull equity again. So, mm. um, so she's like the lightning. And then, you know, I'm just, it's like the quarterback, right? Quarterback makes all the plays, Cooper. But, yep. it, but it's, yep. the, it's, the, it's the defense that wins. Mm. You know? Yep. So, um. So yeah, she's the one that comes up with the ideas. She has the vision. She sees the houses. I really don't get involved in that. I don't really. She's like, hey, I like this one. I was like, okay, uh, but I'm just kind of back in the background, supporting and doing whatever she needs. So she's like the the go getter, which you know, she's the one getting out there saying, hey, this is what we got to do. But it's it, I'm the support. So behind the scenes, this is that's how we work. 
Um, how she's got into all that is her dad is actually into investments as well. So her mom and dad both have investments and, you know, it's kind of been what she's used to, you know, what she's grown up with. She kind of had that legacy play yeah, in the background, you know, pushing her to be all she could be. And you were the lucky man to get pulled up with her. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I like I like how you said that you got how you how you said that you know you guys have different roles that you play and like one person doesn't yeah. try to get into one into another person's role they let that person do that what they're good at and then the other person comes in supports or does their role so I really no that was pretty good that's yeah, big that's good. big for a, a marriage a business partnership anything right. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, it's there's a lot of fights, I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, everyone says that they would love to see us on a Netflix show. And the reason for Netflix <laughs> is because the cursing and the, the TV blood. TVMA. Yeah, <laughs> it's more like rated R. Um, so, um, no, but we, we did a really good job, like, fixing up the first one. So it was kind of, you know, it was kind of like, all right, we, we got this kind of formula. Right, that works. Um, Man, we have kind of, we kind of have a a a go no go kind of where we walk into a house and if she's like, I really like it, and I'm like, no, well, yes and no doesn't means a no. If it's yes and yes, it's a definite yes. If it's a no no, we're out, we're out the door. So it's got to be a it's got to be a a yes yes situation. So let's bring it back to your story then. So you guys bought the first house. Um, you're able to pull 45k out of very cheap money. Um, you bought the second house, um, finished it for around 40. It sounds like, and then yep. we're able to pull out another 50. So uh, I don't need to do the math here, but you know, free money and then more free money. What was next? Yeah. What was next for you guys? Yeah. So we we got a uh, we got a second place, um, and. I got I got I have stuff written down because I really don't know the the figures. But yeah, we so we bought the second place for forty five, and this is where we kind of ran into a jam. So once we started flipping houses, you know, you have these extended line of credits, and here we are both working. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, our company and Cooper, I don't know if you were with Fargo at the time. They said, "Hey, you guys all got to go on furlough." No, I was not. I was not. He was catching. He was catching passes at that point. He was. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think I was. <laughs> so so oblivious to the. Might as well be a so furlough with how good that football yeah, so, team was. Yeah. So so they but... said. So they said. Uh, they said you, you gotta you gotta lose twenty percent of your pay. And I'm like, oh. And then here we are. We got the second house. You know, we buy the second house. We're tight. So you know, to fix everything up, we were doing all sweat equity, like. So I'd go to work. Mm. I'd come home from work. I would go right to the house. I would come home from work the next day, go right to the house. On the weekends, it was me and her working on the house. So we did the sweat equity just to get everything. We were maxing out credit cards. We were maxing out Lowe's cards. So it dawned on me, I'm like, 20% of my pay. How are we going to do this? So I'm driving home one day, and there's a sign, and it says, hey, hiring. And a new Lowe's was coming in our area. And it was like I was just I was just about to ask you about the second job. Yeah, so I, I was go, just about to ask. You. So, 
So I, I pull over. I pull over without my wife knowing. And I go, all right, I'm going in. So the, this, <laughs> I walk in. I walk in and uh, the, the manager's there and he's like, hey, uh, you know, what, are you, what kind of position are you looking for? And I said, listen, I was like, I, have a, I, I need to work, you know, Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. And the guy looks at me, he's like, what? I said, listen, I, uh, I explained the whole situation. I was like, I've been working at this company for years. I'm, I was a supervisor on the line. And he goes, well, you're, you're kind of overqualified. Like, I don't have, I already hired my management. I already ha- hired my, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I just need a part-time job. So, <laughs> so he's like, really? And I, he's like, I, I know I need, pay, I need to pay a couple bucks an hour. I said, it's just going to offset what I'm not getting paid. Yep. I said, so when all your high school kids that you're hiring and college kids call off on a Friday, Saturday night, I'm your guy. I was like, put me on. Um, so uh, he was like, yep, you're in. Um, that was it. So I started working there. And then it was like the best thing ever because then she gets a job there. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. So she gets a part-time job. So we're both working there. And they were like, oh, by the way, you're, you're, um, you know, your, your uh, benefits, you get, you know, all these discounts, you get, you know, 20% off, you get manufacturer costs minus 10% of that. And I'm like, what? So we opened up a credit card with them and we started just buying material through them. And then everything we worked for went towards the credit card. <laughs> Scott. Oh, God. <laughs> I got enough best friends, man. You like you need to chill out right now. You're I told you're, you Caleb, I told you he was bringing the You're heat, saying man. too I many things you. I agree with <laughs> right now. I'm going to This is a phenomenal story. I'm going to rewind you back to, you know, I know who you are, I know what you do. Yep. And and now I want to get into some of the why cuz you're doing so many things right now that so many people Yep. Friday night, I'm doing. trying to have a beer. Sunday, I'm trying to watch the NFL. What was motivating you guys to live like this? So at one given day, we would have – we had about $95,000 of debt on us. And it's, like, and it's like a line of credit. So you know that it's just interest-only payments. You're the not credit card that. type of debt, right? Like yeah, the... but, but, but nicer. Right. Not as, you know, it wasn't your four <laughs> percent mortgage interest, but it was like your seven percent line of credit it was, type yeah, of stuff. I think I think at the time it was, uh, I think five point five to six. Okay. So we, um, so that was the motivator because the motivator was, how do I move on to that next project in the house? We need money. We need money to do it. Mm. So, yo, when you're going out for a beer, like you said. And you're grabbing a slice of pizza or you're going out to the bar, you, you can drop what fifty dollars easy at the bar. Easy. Um, so fifty dollars is I don't know, uh you know, you can you can I don't know, you can buy half a toilet. Yeah. So no, that's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. So two nights staying home, you bought a toilet. Yep. Um so that's what that's what was kind of driving us. Just kind of it, it's like the opportunity cost. Is that that's kind of mm. how you look at it? Um, so we just kept going with that. And then, um, we, we thought it all ended. So that second house, we were about to put on the market and her mother-in-law 
has a fire at her house, has a, has a kitchen fire. So my mother-in-law, so um, her, mm, mom, okay. her mom has a kitchen fire and they have to be out of their house, right? They have to renovate it. So here we are with this brand new house we did. And we said, you know what? Just move in, move in down there. So here we are about to sell this house, get our money back, pay that line of credit plus a little bit of the other line of credit. And it all halted with, um, with her mom staying there. <laughs> um, so, you know, it was about like maybe I don't know, two years, about two years until uh, we were able to, they were out and then we were able to sell that. And then once we sold that, um, then it just started to snowball from there. It was one property at the other and then we kept going. So we're, we're on our 12th property now. And then we have, Lake house, which we rent out and two rentals. So that's you how better, it all started. Coop, you better say something or I'm just going to keep going. Dude, man. I'm just, I'm <laughs> yeah. just listening, man. Like, okay. So Scott, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta tell us. So, okay. So Fargo, somebody, you guys are, you know, for low, yeah. you're losing 20%. Yeah. You got the flip going on. You take on, you and your wife both take on another job. Like, can you like talk about your fear level? Like scared? Mm. Like how were you guys to like able to overcome all that? Mm. You know, because <clears throat> you're right now you're, you're sitting like where most people want to be at. Like, you know, when you say the snowball effect, yeah. s- snowball effect on your 12th property. Like so many people get, you know, like <clears throat> you said, you said like two years your mother-in-law moved in. Yeah. Like I can just see so many people just like giving up, like yeah, giving up for well, sure. Done. Well, here's, here's the crazy thing. So the, um, so my mother-in-law moves into the house, right. And it was only for six months. Cause they had to get the kitchen fire out, uh, fix a couple things. It wasn't like the whole house was damaged, right. It wasn't a whole total yep, rebuild. Yep. yep. Um, so once here's, here's the next, like, I guess the next stage is you have to make like a sacrifice in order to yep. clean this out. So we had this awesome house, our first house, you know, a great house, great starter house. You know, we, we, we had a lot of sweat equity in it. We loved it. So we, we bought, we bought the second house right as we're selling that. We, we buy two, we have, two, we bought one more house and then we decided to move into that house. And it was in an undesirable area. It wasn't an area we wanted to move into. But at this time, my wife was pregnant with our first child. So, Man. so we're like, all right, what are we going to do? And, I, and I'm sitting down. I go, you know what? We have so much equity in our house. If we sell our house, we lose the line. I said, we lose the one line because it's against our house. But we still have the second one. But we get the cash. You know, we're doing all the math and everything. With the other house that sells out, I said, but we'll be at this one house without a mortgage. So the third house, we're like, we'll go mortgage free. And it wasn't what she wanted to live in, but we said, let's do it. So in that time, we, 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 we buy this house and we were between our house and that one. And the other house was selling. We had to move into the other house for three weeks and then had to move down the street to the next house. Because we couldn't get into the other house for settlement. 
it, it was it was wild. But uh, so we crazy. so we were moving like couches down the alley to the next house we bought, and people and your wife, yeah, people were just and your wife is pregnant. Actually, we just had the baby when we were working on that. Okay, gotcha, when we were working gotcha, on that gotcha. second house, right when this is right right before um, she was nine months, right when we finished it up. So, um, so that's why we were like, ah, let's, let's make it work. But it was like the best decision we made because we're both still working. Keep in mind, we're both still working. And then at that time we were at Lowe's for a while and it was just too much with the kid and everything. So we, we had, we had to back out of the second job. All right. Yeah. So I got to go back to my why question. You know, you're doing, <laughs> you're doing all these things that are, you know, you know, taking up your free time and not convenient. And, you know, and now we have the, we have the, uh, the beauty of hindsight, right? Mm-hmm. Tell, tell everybody listening. It's, it's actually just me, Cooper and Cooper's wife. Um, but, <laughs> no, but, she's not listening right now. But, but tell everybody listening, why was it worth it? You know, why were these sacrifices worth it for you guys? It was, well, the first one was, it was the only way to clean out the debt. Right. Yeah. You got was, that you, debt taken care of. You got the of. debt. That's like a big shadow. Like it's like a big yeah. cl- dark cloud over the top of your head. Yeah. So you had to clean that out. But we knew once we clean it out and living at this house, the underlining theme was she wanted to buy my, my wife and I, both of us. Not I always say she, but both of us, we wanted to buy a bigger house. We know we wanted to have more children. We had, we, we had our first, we wanted to buy, we wanted to have more children. We said, Hey, we, we need a, little, a bigger house. We want a nice house to have the kids in. So that was kind of the main goal, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we were successful with remodeling where we were like, all right, if we are at this house a little bit, I don't want a mortgage. I don't want a high mortgage on my next house. We should put as much as we can down on the next house. So that was the second driving factor where we are like, let's just – try to flip as many houses as we can so we don't have to do the PMI. We don't have to do anything and say, screw you bank. And here's what we're going to put down. <laughs> um, so, so that was, that's kind of the second driver. Um, hey, uh, so, Scott, I, I really hate to interrupt. Yeah. Can you, okay. I just want to be careful how we, how we um, just talk about this quickly. Why, why, why don't you, or didn't you want to have a mortgage through a bank? No, no, no. We 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 do. But I didn't want to have okay. that high of a mortgage payment. I didn't want to be I didn't want to be house poor. Gotcha. Does that make let, sense? let me follow that up though. Like, why doesn't everyone do what you do? Yeah. Why right? I mean uh it takes time. You know, everyone's looking for the quick the quick answer. And it's mm. you got to you got to put the investment in, I guess. Mm. Mm. Scott, you may proceed. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so uh, I don't even know where we where I left off. So, so at the, during this time, we uh, we started just buying and selling. We started buying and selling houses in the area, and we were living in Pottstown. And it, uh, we actually it was a, it was a good area. It was nice. I mean, it wasn't where we wanted to be. But um, it worked, right? So in, in in that year, we probably did three houses, like bang, 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 right? Um, and then um, we're then she found the house, which is where I live now, and near Reading, Exeter, PA. Um, 
And she was like, you know what? This, this is the house I want. So we are ready to strike. And we didn't have to, I guess, you know, we didn't have to go through the, all the, all the bull crap, all the, you know, all the, Hey, you need PMI. Here's your down money. Are you going to be able to afford this? Uh, we need credit references, you know, all this kind of yep. stuff. Um, so we were able to go, Hey bank, we want this. We want a mortgage. Here's all our down money. And they were like, what? Um, so, <laughs> so I, I keep interrupting Scott. I got to yeah, go apologize ahead, go for ahead. myself. Um, can you tell, I know, I know Cooper was mentioning maybe, you know, maybe we're going to have the, the, uh, the pr- honor and privilege of maybe speaking to your wife at some point. Yeah. But, oh, she, oh, she's, she's definitely going to be on. She's a little but, nervous. She's going to be, I tried to get, I tried to get her on and then I, but I think I was telling Cooper, I think she should do the episode just by herself and it would be fun to hear her side of it. Oh, I, I think oh. so too. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, the other perspective, but but I want to ask you your opinion. How's your wife finding all these deals? Because that's at, that's what everybody's <laughs> that's what everybody's whining about. Like, oh, well, you know, it doesn't work on my market, or I no, can't find no. anything. How's your wife finding these deals? Well, right, right. I can tell you right now, you ain't find the deals that we did back in two thousand. What for, it was two thousand thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Sure. Yeah, different, it's not different like market a, it's now. Different market, yep. different market. Yep. Um, right now, it's there's a lot of houses on the market, but a lot of the houses are ready to be bought by people. There's no fixing up. There's no yep. you can't you walk into a house and you're like there's there's no way I can resell this. Yep. And then anything that is bank owned and anything that is foreclosed or or is there's too many bidders going. Yep, you're competing now. against cash slippers. Yeah. Rock. yeah but, so, but at the time i mean what was she doing what were her strategies you know i'm sure these are still little tricks you guys are using now when you're looking for your next deal well <laughs> all right there's well we have a couple realtor friends that would would start once they start seeing you buy and sell houses and you're saying hey uh i'm gonna buy this house they get the they get the commission when you buy the house right i so love then, that you said a couple couple Yes. I love that you said that. Like, full disclosure, I'm a real estate agent. You know, I work with investors, but the investors that think that they can, like, that one realtor is going to find them the deals. No, I, other I, real estate agents, if you're listening, I'm really sorry right now. <laughs> but if you are an investor, you need to be no. You're gonna, you know, with as many. You're gonna kill the pipeline. No, what oh. we. What we yes. you got to kill the pipeline. What we find, what we, <laughs> <laughs> what we find is, um, there's certain realtors that know certain markets better than the other. Oh, isn't that yeah. okay? So yep. there might be, uh, like, like we use uh, one realtor uh, in Pottstown. We wouldn't go with anyone else in Pottstown because we we under we know her. Another girl in Reading. Um, so we we try to go with who we feel comfortable with that would know that market because if they're coming to us and saying, Oh no, you can definitely uh, buy and sell this for whatever. And they're just, they're just BSing us. Um, you know, we, we now know, you know, going into it. All right, this is what I think we're going to sell it out. We kind of know more, but if a realtor is trying to say, no, no, you can definitely turn this around and do this and that. Oh, definitely in this market. If they're trying to throw shade on us, it's, we, we don't, we don't use them. How how did you build those? Cooper's gonna love this. How did you build those relationships? 
Um, I, I think it's, I think it's through, um, well, first of all, we've had uh, realtors that haven't worked for us, you know, haven't done well. We haven't used them again. There's, um, <clears throat> it, it's, ex- it's just, I don't know. It's like, it's like being on a team with someone like a, like a football team. If, if one guy in your, in your squadron is not doing his job, you don't want him on there. So you just get yep, next guy in hmm. um, until the right fit. So we, you know, it's just through time you get to build that trust in that relationship with them. I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any advice for somebody who's trying to vet a realtor? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Don't judge a book by its cover. How about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> That's no, cliche, uh, Scott. What do you I mean? Know. <laughs> no, um, I would. Let's say if I'm if I'm looking for a realtor, I, I'm not going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with someone that's been proven, that's been in years of, you know, real estate that has been in the area that you can see the transfers going. You can see the activity from them and not just, you you can see more activity, um, but not like commercial activity. Does that make sense? Um, So it's not just like the sales flashy signs. Hey, choose me. Yeah. Um, No. Yeah. It's the ones that don't have the signs that are proven ones because they're through, I guess, through hearsay, you know, someone else used them and it's, they don't have to advertise. That's when you know they're good. When I first started in real estate, God bless my little naive heart. You know, (laughs) I I worked hard and that that is, that is a big part of the business. But you know, five years later, yeah, there's no way in H E double L hockey sticks that you would work with me starting out versus me now. Yeah. The amount of knowledge you get from, from a, you know, an experienced agent, especially with investments, right? So you need, you need somebody to know. And, yeah. and, I, and it sounds like you and your wife, once you guys found somebody, it was like, yep. Boom. Perfect. Yep. Uh, you're, you're my go-to and pass down. Yep. Right. Uh, Cooper, you need to shut me up. Um, I'm gonna no, let no, you, you're, you're good. I'm gonna let I, you take I, over, I, man. Hey, I I told you he was he was he was the deal, man. Um, Scott, yeah, yeah. So let's let's talk let's talk about like the fear though. Like let's let's talk about this for a minute. Like, how were you and your wife um, able to overcome? Because I'm sure there was some. You know, when when you told me the story the first time, you said like you would go to bed like 95k. Yeah. In depth, Sweat. you know, like, <laughs> like just like, can you tell? You us, didn't have a water you know, bed, but it was one, you know, like, <laughs> pretty much. Um, just, just tell us your mindset during that time. The you know? growth, too. Well, I mean, I can tell you now when we when we buy a house, if, if you're if you're intending to flip it, you should always look at a house and say, hey, can we can we break even if we rent it? Can I mortgage it, pull out some of the cash, and then break even in, I don't know, five years? To That way I don't lose my money. And can I rent it? Is it marketable if I rent? Because that's, I, always, I, that, I that's hate, always your back door, you know? I hate to interrupt. Do, do all flippers use that mentality? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, I know a lot of flippers that stop at, like, flip one. 
So that's a great point, Coop. There was I'm just I'm just saying that's a great point. We were <laughs> I was actually, you know what, before I got on the show, I was like I, I actually was upstairs and my my wife and I were talking, I was like, let's run down all the houses. Let's like when did we buy and sell? We 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 lost track. So we mm. were going we were going mm. through um we were going through like records, kind of like, well, what was this? What was that? There was a there was a two year period of time where we always had one house being sold and almost done to being sold while the other one was coming up. So we always had two going. You were ready to go. We were ready yep. to go on the next one. We always flippers so, always talk <clears throat> about scaling their business, yeah. right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we we had like a two year stint of that going going strong and then all of a sudden the market started getting tighter with yep prices were going up prices were going up demands getting high su- supplies low and then these and then these these contractors are coming in there they're not they're not contracting anymore they're doing these total rehabs because they see they see the money in it so a contractor that mm-hmm. has the background has all the equipment has everything they're going to they're going to come in underbid it all cuz they know they can do it cheaper now when we were doing it ourselves we knew we could do it cheaper than anyone else because it was ourselves but, right um the sweat the sweat side of it yeah but now it's now since we have we have two kids now um we don't have we don't have time to do all the work yeah family first yep so then it becomes a little so, more our and our margins starts to shrink so did it start to transition for the uh, Kopech family to kind of look at the the legacy play of maybe some buy and hold rentals? So yeah, we have. So we we now have we are diving into the vacation rentals. VRBO, VRBO, <laughs> VRBO, and Airbnb. And my my wife is she will she will talk to you about that because she has taken that to a whole nother level. And is she does she know does she know does she know how to do the the VRBO oh, yeah. though? She, it, it, oh, I gotta talk to she, her. I, yeah, we got. Oh yeah, talk. oh yeah. So we, yeah. so um, our final play. How about our last play was um, we bought a lake house on Lake Harmony, PA. And um, tell us about Lake Harmony. Like, is that is that the spot? Is yeah, it, it's it, it's it is. Um, that might be that, that might be like a whole another podcast. Yeah, yeah I, it's from how how Scott was telling me he's got some. He's got some stories. Yeah, yeah. That that one that <laughs> one's good. That one's good. There's it, it was a okay, it was a we had to tear down the house, keep three walls up. It was grandfathered. Wow. The we had to get engineering, you know, engineering specs and drawings uh-huh. and everything. Had to get it approved. It was in the middle of winter. We had the first contractor fail us. And then we had to get a second contractor to get in there to finish it. Um, and then we had, oh man, we had a skunk under the house. I mean, you name it, you name it, <laughs> you name it. Everything has gone. It's like the money pit. Um, but you talking about my house right now, Scott? <laughs> I don't know about it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can tell us about it. <laughs> no, no, we won't. We won't go into another podcast. Yeah, another that, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a mini series, but uh <laughs> no, no, but what we're finding is um you know, if you get the right vacation market or the right area because it is uh, you know, everyone the Poconos is uh you can rent it, you know, 2-3 months strong in the winter, it's all skiing. 
And then in the summer, it's on a lake. There's, you know, you know, everyone's wakeboarding, boating, fishing. Yeah. So if anybody, if anybody wants to go to PA, you guys, you guys hit up our guy, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. We're on, yeah. We're on the Copper Cabin, Copper Cabin on VRBO. I I love Um, that name. Cooper, you got a question. I'll let you go first. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Scott, we got, we got to get to the fear though. (laughs) Like I'm hearing, so like it's crazy because in your story I'm hearing a lot of things that didn't go as planned, but you and your wife didn't let that stop you guys. Like so, you gotta like what is that mentality? You know how do you guys? Okay, man, the contractor failed us. We got to get another one. The mother-in-law's got to move in. Ah, we're not gonna get it right away. Like so, I mean, just can you talk about that mentality you guys have? You know how, like, when you go, uh, it's like a, it's like a gambling. You know, you go to the, the Vegas, you go to AC. Um, you you yeah, can yeah. honestly, you can envision what the house is going to sell at and what you're going to make as profit. But as long as you don't take that money and blow it, and and just and just spend it on something that's not a good investment, and just take it for yourself, you'll be fine on the next one. Um, so. You so just that- carried over. So you always carried over. So you always have a safety valve and, and just keep in the back of your mind, any given property, any bank is willing to take that property off your hands and give you a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Every single bank will say, oh, wait, you have, so a, let- you have a property? I'll mortgage it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Let- mm. So, so how, so how do, so, okay. So let's, let's talk not real estate right now, right? Okay. Let's talk anything like someone trying to start a new business or, or whatever, like, what advice would you give that individual off your experience in real estate? I would say if they, if they want to start a business, uh, it wouldn't be waste. Don't waste your time on the weekends. Don't waste your time at night. Mm. Because I can't tell you how many times we come home from work or after work. And she's like, Hey, I need to run out to the store. Can you get this? Can you pick this up? We need this for that. There's no, there's no stopping. So, um, so when I always my, tell my kids, you know, my kid, my oldest is seven now. I, I always say, hey, hey, we're going. Get in the car. We're going. You know, we're going to the, the store. We got to pick up this. Why? I was like, because dad needs to make a house beautiful. You know, and he go, he knows it now. He knows the, the phrase. We'll be going to a house. Hey, don't touch anything into this house. We're going to try to buy it. Are you going to make it pretty? Yep, I'm going to make it pretty. So um, that's my advice. Don't waste your time. But, don't, don't sit around. But, but why, Scott? Why don't you, wanna, why don't you and your wife want to have a normal life? What, I, what's motivating you guys? I think we like it. Everybody likes everybody <laughs> likes the way they feel after they work out. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. What makes you guys work out? It's it's you know what I mean? Cuz I could sit on the couch, I could you know like I said have a beer, watch the NFL. I, everybody loves working out, but what makes you do it? It it it's no Okay. All right. What makes me what makes us do it yeah. is there's a there is a satisfaction when okay, you you know how you buy that you know that uh I don't know like a a piece of furniture from IKEA right, and you see it when you go into IKEA you see it in IKEA you're like I like that right, but then when you get it, it's just a bunch of boards 
with some screws, mm-hmm. right? You got to put it together. But the, the satisfaction is once it's done, you go back and you go, you know what? I just built that from with my bare mm-hmm. with my bare hands. If you can do that and turn it around, turn a house around, right? Or a rental, right? You turn it around and then you don't make it a rental that's a slum or a, you know, you know, there's some guys that just buy rentals and they don't do anything to it. And you're, you're putting people in there with just a junky house. Yeah. Um, but when someone comes in and buys the next house, because we see every single buyer, right, that buys the next house. We see them at settlement. Uh, majority of them, not all, but um, so we see them at settlement. I can nine times out of ten, it's two young kids buying their first home. So for them to get into a house, whatever their challenges are, whatever reason they, some people just don't like fixing up houses. Some people just want to have a turnkey house. the The satisfaction of them going, "Hey, oh, oh man, you did a, you guys did a really awesome job." I love the decor that your wife did in the kitchen, the backsplash. Like, mm. it, you know, when, when you hear that, that's why we keep doing it. The Kopec name was on, on those remodels. Yep. The pride, the, the completion, the, the, the being all yep. you can be. It, it sounds like you and your wife have a lot of natural <clears throat> – uh, intrinsic motivators yeah. that you know makes you guys tick. Um, Cooper, you're gonna have to chill on the sidelines for a minute. Um, <laughs> oh, I've been, chill. I've been, I've been chilling. What, uh, what, what, what are you are you willing to share? Like, what do you and your wife want to do? Like, what's the long term plan? What's um, what, what's next? You, you guys, you guys, you said you flipped twelve houses. Yeah, you know, we're, you have we're, a couple rentals. Yeah, we're, I mean, what, what's been, going on? We've been. After this lake house, we've been kind of that the lake house is a year and a half project, by the way, mm. year year and a half, okay. Um, and it locked up probably all the money, locked up everything we had. Um, I our goal is one of us not working at our full time jobs. So sorry, ECI, sorry ECI, if uh, sorry, sorry Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna be your wife. What are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> no, no. Um, hey, that's 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 a conversation off this podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're right. I'll let her. Why don't you ask that? Write that question down for next time when she's on. I can't um, wait okay, to hear right. the yin and yang between the two. Oh, of yeah, you. I can't wait. I'm, I'm nervous yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, but hey, no, I think I I didn't I didn't say anything bad. Um. No, you yeah, get, you get, right. you get it. You got just playing. You get. She'll you listen get. to it and she'll be like, "Oh, honey." As long as that happens, that's fine. Um, have you heard about Cooper's wife, Scott? No, no. Why? Well, I mean, a... he's tall. He's talked about her. But oh, she I... gives us a real hard time. Really? Uh, just so you know, we haven't made any mistakes tonight. Not because we don't want to, but because the pressure is so high. Seven a.m. Monday morning, bro. <laughs> 7 a.m monday morning. so no let's let's get back to it though scott what's next for you and your wife like what do you guys as long like what's your one-year goal what's your five-year goal what do you guys want to do all right so right now it, it, uh, with this uh this covid stuff is really putting a damper on everything but um she, we are actually looking for the next flip so our our one-year goal is to get back into this this lake house locked up our money um we're, we're making don't get me wrong we're making good profit we're making good rent right 
Yeah. Um, so the, 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 you know, our, our one year goal is to get that next flip. Um, I would say five year goal would be one of us working on this full time. Right. But we have to set her up by ourselves up financially for it. So we have yep. to make sure yep. that one of us could handle all the costs and everything. And, um, and really all the proceeds or the money from our business would just go back into the business. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's probably the intermediate goal. And then a 10 year goal would be, I probably get my basement finished because that's where I'm talking out of right now. Um, <laughs> that's probably like a three year goal. Get this basement finished. <clears throat> Man, your wife gonna let you go ten years, nah, bro? Nah, she, nah, she wants it. My head be- She wants it finished. Scott, I'm okay. Go- Scott, we got we got to have you back, and you know, with your permission, I'm gonna ask you tough questions. Oh, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you like it's gonna be. I keep going back to the why, right? Like I keep going back to you know why, what, what, why, and what motivates you to could, be all you can be. What? I was listening to uh, what, what was it? L. J. Smith, by the way, C. J. C. J. Smith, L. J. Smith, what the heck? Um, C. J. Smith, and um, you know, our why moment was when we first did our first house, and we and she was like, "I think we can do this." Like it was kind of like a light bulb. Like I think this is it. This is how we're gonna make money, more money mm. rather than just working. Yeah. Um, mm, yeah. Yep. That's it. You you got it, Caleb. That was it. That, right I mean, there. that was it. That was where we we said we looked back and said, "Wow, man!" Our, and everyone just saying, "Hey, you guys did a good job on this." And they're like, you know what? I think we can do this on the next one. So would you would you say when you guys got fr- like that when that whole furlough thing happened and you lost like twenty you know twenty percent? And I'm sure like going through this COVID now, like you know, I feel like people That's are plenty of people listening to this. Yeah. Kind of, kind of understanding that my job might not be secure. Yep. You know, <clears throat> what, what, in, what am I doing on the side? Like, so when that, when you got furloughed and you were guys who were doing the rental stuff, was that like another light bulb moment? Like, well, hey, what, it, what it made us do is work even harder because what we were doing is we were trying to backfill the money that we needed for, I don't know, the kitchen, like we buy cabinets, right? We threw it on that bit. We put it on that, that credit card, right? So you had yeah. to work at the job, but then once those cabinets came in, we had to install them because at this time we didn't have as much money to get a contractor in. So we were at the time doing sweat equity. So then it made us work even harder because then it was, I'd be working like Monday, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, in like a half day Saturday, but then all day Sunday and Saturday night, and then Tuesday and Thursday, you know, whatever days we were off, one of us was at the house working. So Scott, I don't, I don't care what the people <clears throat> say about the East coast work ethic and mentality. <laughs> like, I don't care what people say. You guys do work hard. You know, we, I mean, li- listening to your story, I know I'm I'm always joking around. Cooper tells me I need to stop. Um, I'm still telling you. you need to <laughs> yeah, stop. Uh, Cooper always tells me that. But like, the normal person isn't willing to live that lifestyle. And you and your wife said, "Hey, you know, yeah. we want something better for ourselves." And you buckled down and did it. Yeah, and, it was. You know, I know you're not looking for pats on the back, but you know, I salute you. 
Yeah, but wait, hold on. Hey, can we add, you add children in there? Oh, it's a that's a monkey wrench. That's another that's level. A monkey, that's man. another level, man. That's so another level. That's where you got to be smart, and then one of you has to do. Hey, I'll watch the kids this weekend. You go up to the lake house. You work on that lake house. That kind of stuff. So that man. work <laughs> ethic. That so I always tell the story about my work ethic. Um, I'm, and I want to know if you have one similar. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But when when I was five or six years old, you know, my parents were dead broke. Family of seven. And my dad signed up for a paper route and would wake up me when I was five and my sister when I was seven. And, you know, there were two contracts in the small town we were in and, you know, one him. So what he got real creative and he would, you know, he would pick me up, tell me to drop papers off on this block, drop me off. Then he'd drop off my big sister. You got this block. In the meantime, he'd run back and pick me up, drive me to the next block, you know, pick up my sister, drive her to the next block, et cetera, et cetera. And, and those little things, I mean, the work ethic I developed from that, man, did that not get me to where I am today, right? Yeah. And, and clearly you and your wife, the work ethics you guys have, I mean, look at the leaps and bounds of progress you've made over, you know, the average person now too, you know, like, was there something in your childhood that kind of taught you how to bust your butt? I don't know. My, uh, my, my mom and dad have, have always been, well, all right. So when, when I was growing up, uh, my, my brother, he's four years older than me. Um, you know, in the summertime, you know, you know, school let out, um, Everyone, you know, everyone's home. My brother would watch me, you know, it was all fun and everything. My mom had a list and said, you can't do anything today. And if you don't get these chores, mm. these chores done. So my brother and I would wake up knowing, cause you know, we, we'd want to play with our buddies, you know, outside. Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, um, so, um, he, we, we would get up at like eight o'clock. My, you know, parents would go to work. It was like seven o'clock. So we'd be up. Right. We wouldn't sleep in a lot of these kids sleep until like 10. Yeah. Um, so we'd get up and he'd be like, all right, you, you do these three. I'll do these three. And we would get it done wow. in an hour and then we'd have all day. <clears throat> and then we would never go. It was a lot of cleaning and, you know, mow the lawn or clean oh, or just, just something. Some, yeah. yeah. A lot, yeah. A lot of yeah. easy yeah. stuff. But we were done at nine and then it was more like, don't touch the house. Just go outside and play. And if you got to come inside, that way when my parents came home, they're like, oh, I see you did all the chores. It wasn't a mess when we left. So it, I think through that, maybe that's where we got this from. And then my brother was – my brother was uh, – you know, he was had, he had to like lock down on the lawn business in the neighborhood where it got to the point where he was riding the tractor – around the neighborhood mowing people's lawns. And then I would just ride with him with the lawnmower and I would do the trim. And then he would, and then we would just pick up, he'd be like, I'll give you like $5 if you do this trim. And then we hit lawns. So we started I then. Feel like, <laughs> oh, I feel like that's like the most valuable thing you can teach your kids nowadays yeah. is the hard work, but then you add in the entrepreneurial side of it. I mean, God bless your brother for making that money well, out of you. He, you know, doing those. Oh, it, it was like, <laughs> well, no. What happened is uh, up the street where we were from, you know, where I lived, uh, my 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 grandfather, my dad's dad, um, lived up there. So my brother would ride the tractor up. He was like, "Hey, you know, Craig, go up there and mow the lawn for him." So we'd go up, and as we pass, people would go, "Oh, you're mowing lawns?" We're like, "Yeah." 
And they're like, free advertising. You want to do the lawn? Yeah. Well, how much do you guys want to pay? I don't know. Just let us know. All right. And if you don't give a price, people give a bigger price. <laughs> so if you if you don't say people always man, assume man if, mo- yeah oh, if so if you don't that limiting mindset yeah if you don't say anything you're like I, I don't know what do you feel what do you feel your lawn's worth like that chill out Scott yeah chill out right now man <laughs> you, you be what do you feel like your lawn's worth <laughs> oh yeah, well, I don't know man. you know what like what I don't know what's a what, what's that you know I don't know I don't know eighth acre I don't know what it. You know, what's, what, what do you think it's the, worth? And they're like, oh, well, 25. All right, we'll do it for 25. And then uh, when you would have done it for 15. Probably would have. Right? Yep. I mean, so when I was a personal trainer, I'm sorry, <laughs> Coop, you got to chill out. Uh, oh, I've been chill. Man. When, I, when I was a personal trainer, you know, I grew up very poor, only hard work, nothing, right? And here I am as a personal trainer in the Twin Cities, and I'm char- I first started out, I'm charging people $79 an hour. And unfortunately, a big part of my development, you know, to me, $79 yeah. for an hour, that's an outrageous price. When I left corporate America, when I left, you know, I was charging $109, $125 an hour. And I wouldn't even, I literally said, hey, I will find you an amazing trainer. Um, and, you know, he'll take care of you for 89 bucks an hour. And they'd say, no, I want you. And I'd say, well, it's and 120. They would do it. And they would take, and they would do it every single <laughs> time. Right? So you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't use that line then? So which line? <laughs> how, much, how, much, how much is your body worth? Yeah, how much? Uh, <laughs> how much you do nah, that man, worth? Nah, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> Cooper, this wasn't snap fitness. Okay. This okay, wasn't okay, anytime, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anytime I'm sorry. fitness. Uh, I'm sorry. Right? That was. But I'm sorry. I, I, listen, I'm sorry. I have a master's degree, or part of one, whatever you want to call it. No, but I love, uh, I love that story, Scott, because I, I, I'm a big believer in, you know, your youth and your adolescence, your childhood, really shapes the person that, you know, the potential that you have to become. Um, and I'm sure you're doing stuff like yeah. right now with your son, right? You mentioned some of that, like showing him houses. My, uh, and my what son you're doing. can probably teach someone how to uh, wire an outlet on a wall. Oh man, that's crazy. Cooper. You need to sign up no, for that course, man. I do, Mister New Construction. Just, you know, it's just because <laughs> you know, it's just because he's there, and I'm like, hey, this is this is the hot, this is the neutral, this is the ground. Where where's where's oh, the ground? Good go? stuff, ground goes to the green. G for ground, good. You know, um, so the little stuff, but you know, those little tiny, like I guess Easter eggs that you give them go a long way. Yeah. Mm. Scott, what does uh, what does the man you are today tell the adolescent you huh. from the past? If okay, I'm I'm in one sentence. You got one sentence. I'm gonna limit you. One sentence. You're gonna tell you. I wouldn't have went to college. Boom. Oh man, you should have started with that. Yeah, oh so, boy. So you should have started I, with I, that. I tell this to my I tell this to my wife almost every day. I said, if I had to go back, I would have been a welder, a plumber, or an electrician. And then I would have we would have oh. what we knew now would have been so beneficial now. So yeah, that's what I would have told myself. Hey, 
go to a trade school or go to a, a school where they're going to teach you everything about contracting and everything, you know, go work for contractors, go work for uh, a Mason, mm-hmm. go work for a plumber, go work for, that's what I would have been done. That's what I've done. No, it's crazy. <clears throat> it's crazy. You say that. Cause one of the last podcasts, um, it's a real estate podcast. I listened to, they were talking about like, you know, most kids are coming out with a hundred, you know, a hundred K plus in depth. Right. Wow. And he, he was, he was saying that you could take that money and have your children do, I think he was like 30 or 33 different internships Yep. in the course of like four years. And they would, they would probably learn more in that time than they would. It's not a problem. That's a hold on. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. College was good because you learned what college taught everyone is how to budget your time. That's what college taught you. How to how to how and, to balance out the whole and, uh, kind of some yeah, of those adults. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. How, to, yeah. how to talk to people, you know, how to so, um, be around people. Yeah, I, I so yeah, I don't hopefully hopefully kids aren't listening to this. If you go go to college, go to college and oh, they uh, are. then go they to are. trade school. How about that? If if you want go to college, maybe think about trade school. Uh, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, Just weigh the pros and cons. Weigh the weigh the pros and cons. Yeah, weigh the pros and cons. You know, we're not we're not. I mean, I went to college. Caleb, went I went to college. college I went to college. I, I mean, college. yeah, Scott. I went. No, yeah, I went. <laughs> Scott, what are you doing? Um, Cooper loves to ask what you're reading. I'm gonna add. You know, what are you reading, or how are you uh, continuing to push? Your all right, so you're, right, I I'm probably talk, like the worst for this. So I I really I really don't read I really don't I really don't read much. <laughs> and if I okay, and if That's I okay. do read, coop. it's usually it's usually he a no, I do talk to Coop. That's why. Um, <laughs> if I'm reading something, it's usually like a <laughs> instruction manual. <laughs> no, but uh, the last no the um. Oh, what would I read, man? I don't, man. I don't know. It doesn't have to be reading. I mean, what are you doing to make sure you can be all you can? I don't be know. I think I think sometimes side, I sit back, you know? um, and I I know I, you know, you know how like you sit back at the end of the day, you reflect on what you did, or maybe what you said to your son, or what you said to someone at work, or you know what you're. What, what you did and you're like man i shouldn't have did that or i should have uh should have did this differently next time i'll do that differently mm. so mm. i i will sometimes replay scenarios in my head till they get played out and then i and then i'll i'll get to the mm. point where on the next i don't know sales call or or anything with work i'm like okay just i'm not gonna say that i'm not gonna do that um and I'll just replay the scenario. Or if someone says this to me, I'm going to rebuttal with that. Um, and, you know, that, that's what I'll replay. Um, the, the other thing is, I, she, uh, my wife will tell you, I will outthink. When we're doing a project, I will outthink it every single angle. I will research everything. I will research what goes wrong, what's the best way to do something. Um, I will ask friends, I will ask contractors, I'll be like, hey, how do you think you should do this? To the point where she'll be like, just do the do the project already. Um, 
So, um, <laughs> yeah, that was too real. So, Scott. Um, you get too real. So right I'll, now. I'll do that at night as well. I'll, I'll try to get like a, like kind of a, a, a pre pre game going on before, um, you know, you step into the ring. I mean, it's, it's a, what, to, if I was going to summarize what you said is you, you're a big believer in visual visualization. Yeah. Yep. Right, like you're a big, you're you're gonna create the outcome. For yeah, and if it, and if it doesn't go to plan, it's like oh crap. Yeah. And then that's what you reflect on at night. Like why why didn't this go? Oh, okay, I did this yep. wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm an idiot. Think of the foresight you have though to try to do that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Cooper, what else you man, got, man? We're going, we're going sixty-five man, minutes this, on this, here. You know what? <laughs> we're, we're no, I got seventy. So we should. <laughs> no, this this was great. This was great. So next week, guys, we're gonna have uh, Mrs. <laughs> Kopeck. Yep. On here, so she can so she can tell her side. We want the real story, basically. What Coop's trying to say, like to, just to, just tell you guys, this this oh, the Kopeck series oh, man. going on right now. Yeah, I just want to let right. I just want to let you know, my so, neighbors uh, and friends, no. we're looking forward to this because, <laughs> like I said, they said we should. I'm trying to get my, uh, you know, Netflix doesn't have a fix home fixing up homes show, so net yeah, real one. So if Netflix, a real one. You want to complete yeah. compete with a uh, HGTV and uh, DYI? Give me a call. Thanks, <clears throat> Scott. So, if speaking of that, you know, I would, you know, if you want to give out your number, that'd be amazing. But with all the social platforms these days in 2020, if anybody listening, aka, you know, Cooper and our uh, Cooper and my yeah, wife, yeah. you know, the the real main listeners of this show. If they want to learn more about you, um, what's the best place to um, kind of well, connect our, with you? So if you would like to rent our vacation home and I'm gone, I'm going to throw it out there. Hey, okay. Yes. If you'd like to rent the copper <laughs> yes. room, which is a copper roof with a, like a little cupola at the top. It looks like a church house. Um, it's a small, it's Ooh. like small living. It's like a, a 800 square feet has a loft. It's, it, it's, it's really nice. Um, all the barn, there's barn wood in there. All comes from effort of PA. I'm gonna make sure um, my wife doesn't. So listen to we are the copper cabin amazing. on VRBO and Airbnb, and we just got the COVID ban Ooh. lifted to yellow, so we're allowed to rent as of this Friday. So put Yo. it out there. And then we, Yo. you can follow us on Facebook at Beat Street Homes. So B E E T as in like the vegetable, uh, Beach Street Homes on Facebook. I love that. <laughs> I didn't come up with that. I love that. <laughs> or I mean, you could also you could you could you also know, no, no, actually no actually actually I had a lot of play in that. It, Originally, I would go okay. We, all right, hold on, hold on, Coop, hold on, Scott. So <laughs> Cooper, when we would buy a home. People would go, well, where'd you buy the home? I said, oh, it's on Beach Street. Because I was so like, oh, it's just beat up. So the the Beach Street mm. came through. And then our first house, the first true flip, not not the rental, but the first flip was 21. So I used to call it 21 Jump Street. So it became sure. 20, 21 yeah. Beach Street. 
And that's what wow. we referred to it with all our friends. Oh, we're at 21 Beach Street tonight. So, so you got to build it, that it, brand. So the beat, that's and then amazing. she's like, well, I don't want beat because then it seems like we make beat homes. And I'm like, you're right. Um, so she went with the vegetable. I, so I get it. I get it. Yeah. I like yeah. the story. Man. All right, man. All right, Kopech. <laughs> it's been real. It, we, but seriously, we we got We got to think about the the third part of the series. Oh, that the wife on. I'm serious. At the same Whew. time, just we're, saying, we're gonna do a really fun. We're gonna do a really fun <laughs> lightning round. Where oh yeah, for sure. We're gonna. I'm gonna plan this out. Cooper and I'm gonna plan this out. We're gonna do a like fun the, lightning uh, round like with the, both you guys. Like the newlywed game. Uh, uh-huh. It's gonna be and very we, similar to that. Don't you worry. We should get questions from our followers. Well, get some, I get some I just, people involved. I, I gave a link out to <laughs> on about a dozen people already. Not not while we're not while we're doing okay, this. Not okay, right now. Right. But Kopek, are you trying to get on Cooper's? No, we're just. I'm trying to. No, trying it's to all get good. You guys, it's like, all good. Me, I'm trying to get that Netflix uh, deal. So. So any avenue, yeah, any for avenue, sure, I for can work. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I can work that in there, you know. Man, no, I appreciate yeah, you guys. Appreciate your time. I can't wait to talk to your wife. Can't wait to have you both <laughs> back on. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Cooper, what else? I'm gonna leave it to you. Take us off. Nope, guys. It was another uh, great episode. Uh, ho- hopefully, everyone enjoyed it. Uh, Caleb and Cooper. We'll see you guys no, next week. <laughs> Cooper and Caleb. Oh my god! Like I'm over here trying to put you first, and this is Cooper and Caleb signing Thank off. You. <laughs> yep. See you Thanks, next guys. week. Yep. Appreciate it, Scott. Nice yep. to meet you, man. You. We'll connect with you soon. All right, Coop. That was a great episode. Uh, the Scott Kopeck. Uh, what, what was your? What do you no- think of them? What, what was your number one takeaway? <laughs> Man, I liked how they just went in and like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Coop, I'm sorry. You, um, you just buzzed out on me. No, what I was saying repeat is, what you said. You're no, you're I good. Just liked how repeat they, what you said just went in, you know, like they didn't, it was, it didn't sound like there was too much thinking. Um, you know, I'm sure they, they thought about it, but they didn't think to the point where they didn't take any action. Like that. Yep. Let's bring up the, the great CJ Smith, uh, CJ Smith, shout out CJ, um, action. Yeah, exactly. Taking and, action. Uh, no, that was right. I mean, they just did it. You no. Know, and, and, uh, you know, how you, it's just crazy. Like, it just seemed like issues would come up and they would just find a way. Like he said that they were always thinking of different ways how to make money, you know, and they found a way and they kept doing it. And, yeah, I mean, that's, again, you just, and I liked how he said, you know, whatever you're going to start, um, whether if it's a business or, you know, whatever you're getting into, um, you got to put in the work. You know, you got to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he worked. What about you? What takeaways did you have? That's good. Um, I I feel like they yeah. stum- they stumbled upon success. 
right? And instead of choosing to just like, yeah. oh, that was, you know, cool, right? And like the- they pursued more. They chased after I'm- more. They, you know, he, they got two kids. They want to show them a better life, right? I mean, yeah. they're, they're continuing to adapt and to grow, to learn. He, I mean, Scott's still reading construction <laughs> no, like, manuals. I, Stop I like, it, I like, I like how you said they. <clears throat> I'm they not stumbled. To, I'm not trying to do that across success. Now, the only the only way you can stumble is when you're moving or when you're going in a direction, like they when they're running or when you're when you're going in a certain direction, and that's when what you're they running. were doing. They were looking for something. Hey, let me let me drop this bar, bro. Let me let me drop this bar. Chill out, cool. <laughs> They were they were Ooh. looking for something, and and that's that's really sometimes all it takes is, you know, if you're not where you want to be, like start looking. You know, there's a couple things that you know I knew what I where I wanted to go, where I need to be, and I've just kind of stumbled on idea on idea, and I finally found one that I'm pursuing aggressively. You know, so, and sometimes that's all it takes. Um, so no, that was that was big, that was big, so. Great episode, man. Um, just 